now. Now we're live. Now we're now live. This is the firing pin, home of the skull crusher. I guess the skull right? crusher yeah. mount for your NVGs for sure. <laughs> this thing is. I've been wearing this for way too long already. I'm gonna take it off. Like yeah, already. <laughs> I could have told you that there's thing no, sucked. Like you didn't even no, have to put there's it. There's nothing on. on it even. It's just the weight of it itself. It's this weird. I don't want to use words I shouldn't use this early in the stream, but it's it's <laughs> right. It's a piece of gear that you wouldn't think. Dude, I, I don't like it. Am I, I definitely would have saved you the trouble if I would have seen you putting that on before Oops. it was too late. But that shouldn't stop you from buying one. These are super cool. <laughs> and I have if that's these what you got, available. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can't afford a nice helmet. Sure. Right? And it is, it is lighter helmet. than any helmet. I mean, that weighs next to nothing. Right. It's just a weird, like, compression that, like, squeezes. It, it, it crushes your head, your skull. Yeah, no, it right? definitely. But if you are looking for an affordable way to get into night vision... Uh, this could be your ticket or part of your ticket. Whenever you get a night vision, how much are we getting five. from those? Yeah, uh, twenty bucks. Think, oh, dude, think, that's amazing. I think they're like a lot more than that. Hundred percent. Yes. These are genuine. If you uh, want to find one, you I just got more. these from the Army Surplus uh, lots that we've been getting in, and yeah, that's. Uh, oh, I, see, I got like sixty of those, so, so we've got a few of them. Yeah, so come on down. That's definitely an inexpensive way to put some goggles on your head. Yeah, if that's what you're yeah, trying yeah. to do. Uh, speaking of inexpensive ways to make yourself better. Yes. What about that cool gym down in Leroy? Oh man, they're the coolest. I would say actually it's been confirmed that they're the coolest. They are in literally award-winning. County and yeah. or Western New York. Uh, you know them, you love them. Beyond Driven Fitness and Performance, Main Street in Leroy. Go and check those guys out for your 24-7 gym access, your uh, $29.99 per month that sounds about right don't yeah. quote me on it's that but i'm pretty sure their monthly membership rates start at like 29.99 per month i and like that 24 7 access that's cool 100 percent. you won't get that everywhere no. a lot of gyms and if you work you know or if you're just in the mood you know 2 a.m sometimes you gotta lift beyond boxing over there you can go and check out the classes spin fit um and they have some state-of-the-art equipment over there they're so science driven i love that too like they are all about you know, let, let's analyze this. Let's get some data points and let's make some like scientific decisions on what we're going to do. We're not just like, oh, well, just add more weight or just what, you know, do it better, run no, faster. They're, they're like, definitely, if you guys watch the show that Casey was on, I mm -hmm. don't remember the episode mm -hmm. number, but uh, if you guys go back and check out the episode that Casey was on, he talks a lot about all the different things that they do to measure performance and get some objective uh data that they can then you know help mm -hmm. you improve on so yeah. check those guys out speaking of data science right all of that good stuff yeah. arms preservation inc they have their vapor corrosion inhibitor technology right and uh you know if you like micro environments for your firearms <laughs> and or other valuables these guys have you covered I just love how affordable they made it too like yes. I feel like they really could have there's a lot of things in our industry that something like this they could have easily made this like 60 bucks or whatever it's, and it's very proprietary probably still right? would have bought it yeah mm -hmm. and but it, like this uh is the compact they call this the compact because it's a little shorter the m4 uh 36 inch long rifle bag but it's 22 dollars, 22.99 i mean even just the ar pictured on there that's at least a thousand dollar setup without knowing 100 like, you don't even yeah. have to look at like, the parts and i know the parts that went into that gun it's a little more <laughs> but even if you had a $400 Palmetto, you know, Delton thrown together, you know, Black Doesn't Friday special, protect insurance. Yeah. yeah. Put it in the bag for 25 bucks. You can protect your property. 
this is i was almost going to say a ruby red kolsch but it's not it's tropical pineapple kolsch indeed and i almost want to pour it into this lovely um ceramic mug Ooh, but, who made that uh, my wife anna made this and i shouldn't because it's, it's for sale right so i i don't want to take it home and have to wash it i know i don't think anybody's gonna want my my leftover swish water <laughs> so maybe, or maybe are there barrett brandon if, if, stands uh, out there if, if Dwayne's out there I mean, that we could would, you know what i mean like i don't know <laughs> if you guys want brandon spit in a glass i uh i do have to give a, a shameless plug she does have some pretty cool stuff up here she's been really uh stretching her uh, her skills and, and trying Ooh. some new things. Yeah. So this is a planter, yeah. right? Put some put some soil in there. It's got a little drain drain hole at the bottom for your water. And uh, she just took some leaves and foliage from the yard and like pushed them, pushed them in there. there. Yeah. And, and like, she painted them up and stuff. And yeah. This one I had a hand in creating. You'll notice this lovely. Um, uh, it, it's it really it's a commentary on a spout. Is how is how <laughs> I look at it. Well, truth be told, what happened was this was fired once in the garage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was sitting there, and then I just threw stuff in the garage. Sure. And it boink took a took a thing out of there, and she the spout right very artistically. Uh, as I said, it's a social commentary, really, is what it I is. I mean, it. our art likes to make a statement. So, sure. <laughs> what is a spout? Who knows? Right, that spout could be <laughs> the new thing. So we've got these down here. Uh, we've got a nice little art art collective section in the store now of, of some fun stuff. So fantastic. We're not just, you know, rough and tumble gun guys. We're, we have a soft, delicate interior too. That we you can do tell enjoy from Pat's shirt. Yeah, right. I'm sorry, I love the shirt. I do. I like the shirt too. <laughs> April's shit, very partial to yeah. it, and uh, she wanted me to look nice for mm -hmm. you guys tonight so usually your shirts are just like violence that's it man Blood. that's how Some we kind do of, yeah like, but ty you, you remember <laughs> he said like put something on that you'd want a first time viewer to Ooh. see right yeah so i thought that i would go and you got some buttons and a collar on your stuff yeah as well yeah, so yeah. Pretty i don't cool. even think at least none visible i don't even think there's any stains on this shirt wow sometimes i'm dude i <laughs> i couldn't have a, a nice shirt for too long without mm, getting something mm -mm. on it somewhere i mean I probably dribbled beer on them your, your kids your boys are older now but yeah, you're, yeah, you're yeah. a dad you know i mean you got you're kids a grubby like you know when you're a parent you work at a gun store sorry yeah no when you're when you're a parent for a long time and you'll probably you probably already figured this out you get every fluid known to man on you at some yeah. point in time every single thing that a person's body can do you come in contact with it sometimes more than one at the same time i got stories <laughs> i got stories <laughs> oh hello all of our friends hello yeah, john hello a bunch mike of people saying hi we got a question already from john down there john i don't have any more news and if tyler was here i would i would be jabbing him a little bit in the ribs to see what he has to say uh no news on those lowers yet but they are in the works it's it's you know uh it is happening they're being made uh just no no updates yet, but keep the faith. They will be here. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what is new? What's new in TFP news? Oh, the big news is, well, I, I announced it last week, but it was late because of the, you know, I was at the meeting. Sure. So last Thursday, we got our approval to finally start the rebuild. Yes. Yay, yay. So uh, as many of you know, we have changed a few things or we will be changing a few things. Right. And that necessitated a... Uh, a plan review it wasn't like we had to go to the town and, and get full permission for like a special use permit and all that again sure. but we had to show them our plans and they had to send them in 
for like engineering reviews and things like that. Yep. So, mm-hmm. uh, and it took us a little while to figure out exactly what we were going to do. Right. So there was a little bit of a delay there, but we finally have full approval and we will be moving forward. Uh, hopefully here later this month in, uh, in demoing the rest of the building. Mm-hmm. We've kind of been waiting on that just because the part that's still standing is somewhat a good building and like it's got the running water in it still. And it's right. You know, it's, it's, it's there, there is a function that it's yes, serving. It's like there, was, there was no need to tear it down until we needed to tear it down. So right. that time is coming very soon. We'll be pouring concrete and, and it's been a slow buildup, but I think once things start happening here, they're just going to keep boom, 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 just happening. So you know how construction projects go. Sometimes oh, yeah. you, you know, you hit a rough patch here and there and yeah. things can slow down, but usually once the ball gets rolling, mm-hmm. you'll be- I'm very excited too, uh, that we're working with Thompson. I've announced it before, but yep. we, we've, we've, uh, hired Thompson, Thompson builds out of Churchville. And they are legendary, I would say, uh, in this area, most prominently probably for Liberty Pumps, their last expansion that was like a ridiculously large expansion. Uh, they they led that. They just built the Batavia, the new fire department over there uh, right off of Buffalo Road. Yep. Uh, they, they've done a ton. They've built the new Land Pro. They build stuff all over. And I'm, I'm very glad that the, the heavy lifting, we'll call it, of the construction is in their hands. Uh, See many Thompson trucks mm-hmm. around mm-hmm. all yeah. over the place. They've, they've got their hand in a lot of projects and they definitely, uh, you know, they, I would say they know what they're doing. I mean, I haven't, I haven't worked with them at this level yet, but I'm from what we have done, super impressed by the team over there. And like I said, I'm, I'm just very happy that they're in, uh, they're going to be doing the heavy lifting. So what else we got? Oh, we got some questions. Yeah. Okay. Uh, are the plans you posted before still what you're going to build, John? Yes. Uh, so the site plan that I posted before, that's still good. And I will be posting once we know a little bit more. Tyler likes to joke that I always put the cart before the horse, which is very, It's a, I will own that. It's very accurate. Uh, so I'm, I'm really trying to bite my tongue and not share everything and overshare. Mm. But as soon as we can, I will be sharing what we're doing and you're going to be very excited. Yeah, I'll just say that. Um, all right, what do we go up here? Mike asked, oh, God. Uh, this might be a complicated question, but with how quickly New York State laws change, it's hard to understand what is legal and what isn't. Are AR pistols legal in New York? And if so, what are the things to know? So, yes and no. AR pistols are still legal in New York, depending on how they're configured, right? And nothing has really changed in New York law recently, the change has been because of federal, I'm not going to say laws, but interpretations and rules and ATF deciding things. Uh, Cause apparently there are fourth body of government is the ATF now. Well, apparently, no, no, go ahead. Our friends over at FPC mm-hmm. yesterday mm-hmm. posted uh, some, uh, there was some ruling in a federal court that, or some, some determination by a federal court, I should say, it wasn't a, an official ruling, but a federal court determined that the uh, pistol brace rule may be unconstitutional That's as great. the ATF interpreted. Yeah. So, subject, yeah, subject to change as always, as Mike alluded to, even in the mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So what what really is at issue is the pistol brace, right? Which we all know the brace as intended to be an aid for someone with with less than 100% abilities. Uh, That is what they're marketed for, and that's kind of the reason they exist. 
I think we all kind of know how they're really used, right? And which I'm in favor of. It's a it's a tool. I don't think any of these laws should matter, anyways. Obviously, the ATF, you know, opened the floodgates. They allowed all of the braces to be made for years and years and years. I mean, they've been on the market for what, like say, ten years now. There's tens of millions of them in circulation. And then they just decided that the brace, having a brace on a pistol, and it wasn't just that, it gets very complicated. You have to look at you have to look at the way the entire pistol is set up. So, like for instance, if you had a pistol with a 10-inch barrel, but then you put like a, a an actual scope on it, like a one to ten scope, that is a negative compared to if you just had like a red dot on it or some type. They had this whole worksheet of how to determine. Is it actually a pistol or points. have you turned it into a short-barreled rifle? So uh, that's still all really up in the air. The best advice I can give you is to join FPC and help in that fight. And I'm not 100% sure if you're retroactively covered. If you are already a member of FPC, I know you're covered as part of the class action lawsuit that's going on. My understanding, and I am not a lawyer, yeah. and, but you can contact FPC directly and they will they will tell you specifically but my understanding is that if you join FPC now, then you are covered That's under cool. the injunction as yeah. a member of Firearm Policy Coalition. That's cool. That's how. Josiah, are you able to verify that? Can you confirm or deny, please? We uh, we did a deal a long time. Well, last year, I think we did a deal last July where a lot of people signed up and we paid the dues for your first year of membership to FPC. Yep. So hopefully, a lot of people when that renewal came through were able to uh, stay in the fight. So let's see here. Brett says, are you going to have a lottery for the first shots in the new range? That's an intriguing. That does sound very fun. That does. We should. We should do something like that. Maybe, um, you know, we're going to have maybe chief open seven only. lanes or something. Yeah. I'm wondering, like, do we do we like auction one off for charity? Maybe like one, like, well, because we have seven lanes. So like, you know, maybe I could be in there or, you know, Josiah, Tyler, like a few of us could be in there. And yeah, we've got that's a fun idea. We're gonna have to uh, explore that a little bit more. I like that. Maybe it could be like, yeah, you say Joe, you could be in there, Josiah could be in there, Tyler could be in there. Maybe you could, it could be like, hey, shoot the first shots together with the TFP yeah, guys, yeah. right? It'd like, be fun. get the staff. That would be dope. I like that idea. That's a to, very uh, interesting suggestion. Very fun. Uh, what else would, what else do we have going on? There was something I feel. We have a lot of events coming up. So we, when we first opened, we started doing a lot of events to get the name out there, sure. right? And then we just got so busy here, and it just became that that you know, just a, not a struggle. In a, I guess a struggle in a good way to keep our heads like above water, right? Just because it's busy here, it gets very busy. So we stopped going to events, and uh, obviously now you know we've had the fire. We want to let people know we're still around. So I've been going to a lot of events. I've been going to the East Avon flea market i went to the genesee country village museum this past weekend i had so much fun there ran into so many people that that knew us and had heard we'd had the fire but weren't sure that we were reopened or what was going on and it was just so much fun handing out stickers and, and meeting our customers uh a lot a lot of fun yeah a lot of fun so uh i'm trying to think we have a few events here in august but the big ones are coming up in september there's the uh, Alexander Steam Show, yes, which is the 9th and 10th, actually the 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th. We're very excited about that. We will be going to the Hamburg and the Syracuse gun shows. 
So the two, I would say the two biggest gun shows in the state are happening back to back the same weekend, the 9th and 10th is the Hamburg gun show. And then the next weekend, the 16th and 17th is the uh, Syracuse gun show at right the on. state fair. So actually the, that second weekend in September, the 9th and 10th right now, you're going to have three opportunities to get your TFP on because you're going to be open here all day, Saturday and Sunday. Then the Hamburg gun show all day, Saturday and Sunday and the Alexander steam show all day, Saturday and Sunday. Do you need so that's some... going to be, we probably will. Yeah, I, was gonna I, say, think I, so. could, I could probably help you out. Yeah, I could probably work one so. of the tables. I could probably work both. the. T- I could probably work tables at both between either the gun show or yeah. Whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk so, about it. That'll be a lot of fun. We've got a lot of ways uh, to connect with us coming up as always. We'll show up to these events with some cool uh, stickers. We try to bring, there's some events we're going to, I'm trying to think um, like we might go, there's an event at the Rochester public market that we might just bring like stickers to that we don't want to sell stuff at. And so, but we will always have stickers and cool stuff to give out. So I've got a few things in the works to just really connect with the community and just really put ourselves out there. And I'm just, I love it. I love doing them. The community has been responding well to them. So I'm excited. Uh, what else we have here, Brett? All seven lanes start at the same time. Epic start. That is true. Yeah. See, that would be, that would be something fun. really cool. That would be fun. And Mike, what happens to the first person to shoot the ceiling? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. That's that's kind of one of those. I almost want to do it just to like rip that bandaid off myself. You know. I mean, yeah. Maybe that should be the first <laughs> round. It's just right well, in yeah. the ceiling. Just... <laughs> go for it. I remember one time I was shooting with Josh in the range. I can't remember what we were doing, but I think we had both like closed up and uh, we're sweeping up the range and we go in there. It was like, Hey man, like you want to shoot a little bit? It was like, yeah, sure. Let's shoot a little bit. So we, we had set up and I was shooting uh, probably a Henry. I would, I would think it would have been a Henry 22. I was shooting. I remember it was a lever action 22 and uh, we had, we were sitting in the booths next to each other and he put his target out and I put mine out there and I'm shooting. And I was like, you know what, man? Like everybody is always shooting everything in here and knocking the cardboards off and shooting the little paper clips and everything. Yeah. So I was like, and I shot Josh's clip hangers. <laughs> and his target fell down. It was so funny. It's like if everybody else is gonna do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it once. Why not? Please don't shoot the range though. Uh, what's this? Any updates for the concealed carry appeal, Mike? Nothing yet. Although we we are trying our best we're working behind the scenes to to make some connections to try to just build relationships with people that can get us in front of the people that matter i've been working with the rochester chamber of commerce they've got a whole lobbying section that that goes down to albany all the time to fight for various different businesses and and their interests and whatnot and i'm really trying to get some traction with them so we can try to get something going here I think we made a lot of positive connections when FPC was in town for Freedom Weekend. Yep. Uh, and between them and Scope and NYSERPA, I think I think there's a lot of potential momentum building. Yes. And I think we need to just keep that momentum building. We need to stay engaged and active as a community. And I'm really hoping when we go to these gun shows, you know, we'll have an opportunity to get in front of the Second Amendment you know, uh, community at large, really, uh, in the area to just really build up pressure. And just we've, we've got to let our feelings be known about this, not just our feelings, though, but we need to, you know, vote. We need to hold our reps and our, our politicians accountable. Oh, absolutely. We, we've really got to keep the pressure on them. 
and show them that these solutions, you know, we all we all want the same thing: fewer deaths, less violence, you know, a, a better society. Right. In that in that regard, and I just think we we highly disagree on the ways to accomplish those, and we right. need to show them that okay, by doing these things, banning these guns, doing these background checks, whatever whatever you think is helping, we're going to show you the reality. And it's not helping because things are just as bad as they've been since the Safe Act came out, if not worse. Right. So it's just things aren't helping. The Concealed Carry Improvement Act. Who did that improve, or for whom did it improve? Right. Like, so there's a lot of things uh, that that we really need to start banding together. And it kills me that it seems like we're the only shop talking about this. And I don't want to put us up on a pedestal, but I I just don't see anybody else really. You know, sometimes it seems like that's all we talk about. And I feel like sometimes we lose people because of that. But I just, you know, I really, I just wish I could shake everyone and well, wake them up. But the advocacy side is like really important because that's, you know, if we don't, if we're not really vocal about what we want, then we're going to get kind of steamrolled here. Right. So, yeah. uh, and the, the other thing too is like, as the firearm policy coalition guys, you know, hate to say, I think, I think they hate to say it. Money is what keeps those organizations yeah. going, right? Ultimately, like money is what gets lawsuits in front of the mm -hmm. court, right? Mm -hmm. So ultimately, like the best way for us to support the Second Amendment generally is for us to be giving our giving some of our money to those organizations mm -hmm. that are out there actually fighting in the courts because we're actually winning in the courts on like a right. national level. Right. I know here in New York, it doesn't right. seem that way necessarily, but if we can get some victories in the Supreme court, right. then, you know, ultimately that's, what's going to win the day here in New York state for all of us. Right. right. So right. Um, don't like, don't just focus here on local stuff, guys, I guess, like, don't just look at what's happening here in New York. Look at what firearm policy coalition is actually accomplishing in the federal court system and look at some of the things that are happening in other states as far as like uh, constitutional carry is concerned and um, you know, various issues like right. that. We are gaining a lot of ground um, in, in that regard. So the, the court is such a slow Avenue. Right. It feels like compared to, I mean, they pass these laws in the middle of the night. Yes. You know, they can't pass the budgets on time that they have all year to work on but they can do these uh, gun bills, but yeah, it, it's a fight and it's a fight that we're going to have to fight if we want to still uh, keep our rights and, and have these rights for our children and our children's children. Absolutely. Um, so Anthony asks, is the state still a go on September 13th for ammo background checks? Not a hundred percent sure on the date we did go to several of us went to an ATF seminar a couple weeks ago in Buffalo and they had people from the Knicks Center, which is who runs the background checks down in Virginia. And they brought up the fact that, yes, like New York State has set everything up for New York State to be the point of contact and for them to run the background checks. Everything's in the works. or I should say everything has been set up. It's all there in the background, ready to go. It's just waiting for that final lawyer i guess to say go or for you know the governor's gonna make a press release or i don't know what exactly they're waiting for but that is the i don't want to say rumor but that is the the target date that's been set is mid-september uh and for those of you that don't know what i'm talking about that'll be for both regular background checks on firearms 
we are moving to what's called a point of contact state. So right now you come in to buy a gun, we go on the computer and we log on to an FBI website and we do the background check electronically. You can call it into, you just read off what's on the form. But right now we type it in, it's faster and it goes right to the FBI and they run it through their databases and you get your answer. Well, starting in September, New York, we will now be contacting the state police either by phone or through a web portal. So New York state has spent who knows how much money setting up a website that when I go to it and I type Patrick Kimball's info in to do a background check, all it's doing is taking that info and running it through Nick's on their end. So instead of me typing the information directly into Nick's, I'm typing it into the state police who then type it into Nick's makes absolutely no sense to me. I'd love for them to explain their logic of why we're doing it, of how it actually makes people safer. New York state is one of those states that participates with Nick's fully. You can't participate more than we do. Our records are already tied in automatically. When you get arraigned in your little podunk virgin town court, I love them down there. Don't, please don't prosecute me. They will, when they submit the records, like it goes boom right there. Right. There's crappy towns in like Mississippi, but that's not the case or wherever, you know, right, right, right. Uh, but New York participates fully. So we're not affecting public safety at all. And now it's literally going to cost us probably an extra hundred million dollars a year to make some office in Albany and some director with a staff and there's 40 examiners and there's all this, whatever. True. And I have a really hard time believing that it's going to run well. Why, why would it run well? There's first of all, I don't think it'll run well because I don't think the government knows how to do that. And I, there's no, there's no incentive. There's no reason for them to make it work. Well, what is a, what is, is there a government program that you're aware of that is well? Known? No. Cause if there is, right. I would love for you to tell me all about it. Uh, I'm sure the government would too, so they can stop them. <laughs> so uh, they can make it work <laughs> make really it shittily. Uh, and I, and I'm, I'm, I'm obviously pessimistic about it. Even if you were super optimistic it's just a hard pill to swallow. It just doesn't make any sense from a taxpayer's perspective. You could be absolutely as anti-gun. You could be Gary Putup as anti-gun as you can be, but it just doesn't make sense. Like from a taxpayer perspective, we already pay for Nick's. We already pay for the background check system. Well, I think it just doesn't make any sense. I think to some people it's going to make sense because now the state police have access to all of that information that they didn't have access to before. See, you're not seeing the forest for the trees, yeah. right? Like, in reality, they don't want to be running those background checks and paying a bunch of people your tax dollars when they already have, like, you know, bankrupted the state. That's not what they're looking to do. What they're looking to do is access all of that sweet, sweet data. Yeah. So that now 100%. they know exactly who's buying what. 100%. Because all of that information is going to be input, like, Every bit of that information. See, right. There is no right. constitutionally, they can't make a database, right? That's it's already correct. been right. So now every 24 hours it purges. But New York everything. State is gonna have every right. serial number for yeah. every firearm. So now it's not even a matter of like yeah. when you run a background check, like that information isn't being transmitted to New York State right now. Right. But now they're going to have access to everything. In about a month, that will be. And so. it's un, it's unclear. It really is on how the background check for ammo will go because the, the feds won't allow it. They You can't use the 4473 for ammo. 
there's not a way to run the background check for ammo. You have to click what are you running it for, and there's not one for ammo, and they're very strict about it. So I, I really don't know what New York's going to do for that one. Uh, the other thing that's worrying, California has – there's actually – I didn't know. There's actually 28 states that are point-of-contact states that work that way. Yeah. So more than half of the states actually don't contact NICs directly. They do it all themselves. Or maybe it was 13. There's a lot of states that don't do it. Florida is actually one of them, too, that Florida handles it all internally. California also has a point-of-contact system in California, which I'm sure New York is licking its chops to do it the same way. In California, the dealer is charged $37 for a background check. That's how much it costs to do well, you're, a background didn't check. Didn't you say on the last on the last stream that we talked about this that there was going to be an administrative fee attached to every in, in the bill? Yeah, they say that they are every to check. Charge. So yep. for firearms as well as for ammunition. Yep. So it's yep. not just going to be for right. one or for the so other. Imagine buying one six dollar box of 22 ammo. And maybe and having thirty dollars, or even ten, or even whatever it is. I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, and John makes a great point with the extra people in the system. There'll be more chances of someone making a mistake and turning down a legal gun owner. Uh, you know, I mean, the system is already hard enough as it is. Especially if you're talking about handguns, you need to get the pistol permit, which is unconstitutional and racist and classist enough. Now you have to take an eighteen-hour course, which I shouldn't say. I'm trying, I'm really trying to make that not what it is. I'm trying to, well, first of all, we're trying to get rid of that course through lawsuits. Uh, and then I'm really trying to make it affordable for people. We've got something in the works here for next year, like January of 2024, maybe, um, that I've been working on that I'm excited about. But I'll bite my tongue, uh, tease you, tease you a little bit. But it's exactly right. I mean, we're, 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 we're putting, I think, a ton of people in positions where now their only choice is the government for protection, which has time and time again failed them and proven to be ineffective and shown they don't have to come protect you. Well, you can call 911 and they can just say no. And they're bullies too, though. Like a lot of times, the, the yeah. The state is like, ultimately, like, that, yeah. that's what governments... Like, we're, right? we're lucky, like, if you were to call for help where you're standing now, you would likely get a Genesee County Sheriff's deputy and they're some of the best. And, you know, I mean, Monroe County deputies are pretty good, but yeah, like if you're in the city and you get an RPD guy, like I, even me, I, I, I'm going to sound cliche. Like I've, I've got a ton of privilege. Like, and I'm not like when I call the police, I'm not going to be nervous about it, but like I probably would if I was in the city. Cause like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like they come not in, totally confident. They're going to come right, help not you. as, not, not as I would as an RPD or sorry, as a, like a sheriff or a deputy coming in. Well, even the volume of calls alone. Oh, sure. Is like, right. right. Like an right. impediment, but then you I've got plenty of friends. I mean, I've got good friends at RPD officers. It's not a slam on that profession or them specifically, but it's just, it's a reality, especially for the people we're talking about, like city residents. If I'm a single mom from the city you know i've already got enough things going on in my life sure. and now we've got this pistol permit process to deal with that it, it still doesn't work i mean i could see if we had this and we were like japan you know what i mean and there was never any deaths over here and there was no crimes whatsoever and we had this this utopia that doesn't exist because right. that's still not a utopia over in japan uh but that's how they see it with no guns they, they see that as the solve to all problems right uh but there there's still issues over there there's still crime there's still murders there's still all those things it's just again the people that are the most vulnerable have no means to defend themselves somebody mentioned that there's more of an opportunity for the 
a mistake to be made if there's more uh, hands involved in running the checks, right? Mm -hmm. Or if there's mm -hmm. more steps involved in the process. I think that's accurate, but I also think that it's important to note that uh, there's more opportunities for computer systems and technology to fail. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And like, ultimately like New York state has no incentive to keep that system up and running. No, right. Like, absolutely. The more time that system spends down, the fewer guns are out there on the streets. Right. right. So it's not like they're going to pay top dollar to make sure that all of right. those. Right. I'm surprised Nick's works as hard as it does at the federal level, when Nix goes down, you can call, they send an email. Well, when it goes down, it's down. Oh yeah. yeah typically yeah. it's down because of a database. If they can't, there's like three major ones they connect. I put four fingers up. There's like three major ones they connect with. And if one of those is down for some reason, they can't, they can't do a background check. Right. Uh, and, and I'm surprised. I mean, we've gotten the email on a Saturday and you'll get one an hour later. Yep. It's back up and running. They got it working. You're good to go. I am very pessimistic that that's how it's going to work in New York. That shit goes down on a Friday after six o'clock, come back on Monday, and they don't have it fixed on Monday. You know, right. that's when the why, guy comes why in. Why would they want to do right. that? I, I just don't. I don't see it. And, and John, um, both Johns make great points. Can't wait to leave the state. I, I'm not going to be one of those people leaving. And I'm not that I'm like making a moral stand that I have to stand here and fight. But my roots are here. I can't move the building so easily. And uh, it is hard. I mean, it, it's one of those problems uh, that when um, Larry Sharp was here, he was saying that even if every single Republican voted, it wouldn't matter because they're outnumbered five to one in New York. And it, it's constantly getting worse because more, you know, I would say conservative and more of those types of people that are pro-gun are leaving. Sure. And seems like more anti-gun People are either coming in or that number of people is growing. Or they're just, just voting harder. Yeah. Or nope. in greater numbers. Uh, so I, I get John John with no H. I get your point. John with an H. All the state is doing is throwing a wrench into the works to make it harder to enjoy our sport. And exactly. And, and I don't want to always take it to this extreme. But the Second Amendment, remember what it was written for. It wasn't written for deer hunting. It wasn't written for clay target shooting. Right. It was written so that we can have a true say in our government that the government is for us and not the other way around. Like we are, so we, aren't we can provide for anymore. the common defense. Yes. Right? Like, and yes. so that could be a foreign enemy. It could be a domestic enemy, but yep. it's so you, that you can protect yourself from tyrannical governments. Ultimately. I, I haven't talked about it in a while, but there is a sweeping set of laws. It was Senate Bill 4970 that was passed last year, along with the Concealed Carry Improvement Act, that were all aimed at gun dealers. And New York, proportionally, is already we have a we have a lot fewer gun dealers than other states our size. Pennsylvania has like half as much population as we do, and I think they have twice as many gun stores as we do. Right? right? We have a little over like 2,000, maybe like 2,500. In New York, and they have like 4,000, right. something like that. Mm -hmm. Texas has like 10,000. Sure. Right? Uh, Population-wise, we should have a ton, right? You would think it would scale with population. New York has made it consistently so hard. And Bill 4970 passed last year makes it even tougher. The restrictions that they've replaced on us and the 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 requirements for security, the reporting – all this stuff, it, it's, I can't tell you how many dealers, and they might be, you know, a guy who just has his FFL in his garage and he does 
five transfers a year to his friends. But there are some very legitimate shops that are either just hanging up their hat, they're not renewing, or they're kind of just waiting for the hat to drop of like, all right, well, you're not in compliance. So, you know, either give up your license or we're taking it. And that's just, it's going to be what it is. Well, there was that guy out in Buffalo that opened a shop and he was open for like, what, a year? And then he was out of business and gone to Tennessee. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, man. Like, uh, even when you can get in the business, it's not always worth it to stay in the business. It's like very said. hard. It's very hard. And uh, again, yeah, Peter hits it nail on the head. Lesser consequences for illegally owned firearms versus the law-abiding citizens. Uh, I mean, our own. We had a, we had a burglary years ago back in 2018, and you know, I didn't want that kid to go to away like to go away for the rest of his life, but he stole like 15 handguns defaced the serial numbers of them and was like in the process they caught him like basically in the act of going to sell them so i mean if any one of us had gotten caught with any gun unregistered i mean they throw the book at you i mean those are those are all extremely serious crimes he had 15 counts of those maybe it was 18 even i mean broken entered into here i mean you know you could you could list out a dozen charges if you wanted to new york state charged him but the feds never never did anything for him he got sentenced to five years. And in New York State, if you're good, you get out, you only do half time. So he's only in jail for prison for two and a half years. And he's out on parole now, you know. Uh, and like I said, he was 19, stupid kid. I'm not saying send him away for 30 years, but I think five, knowing he'd only do half of that, knowing he'd really only do two and a half, I thought five was, was light. Especially, again, if any of us, having not committed a crime, just day-to-day life. Right. I think you would have gotten a much more lengthy jail time. I'm not 100% spun up on the law, but I'm pretty sure on the federal level, there's like a mandatory minimum for any any uh, felony involving firearms. You would right? think. Yeah. Pretty sure there's like a you mandatory minimum sentence of five years for for a, a felony involving a handgun on the yeah. federal level. Right? Yeah. So. Uh, Todd asks, so how does the background check work at a gun show when you want to buy ammo? No one knows. Really, no one knows. They literally I've, didn't spell that out. I've got two. There's two gun shows. The two that I mentioned, Hamburg, is if if that September 13th date is accurate, which no one really knows, but that's the date that's been thrown out there. If that date is accurate, the Hamburg gun show is the weekend before, and the Syracuse gun show is the weekend after. So we're gonna find out, I guess, all together in real time, how how that's gonna work. I I really don't know. So uh, um, John says New York doesn't want you to enjoy your firearms. They don't want you to get them or wait to go through the process. They want you to be so frustrated that you don't buy. And you're, you're right. You're right. Uh, hi, Donna. And uh, Hemi Bomber, go out of state and buy ammo. Yeah. And, I mean, I've only heard anecdotal reports, but I have heard of people that they were surprised they were stopped, let's just say, coming back from Pennsylvania. They didn't have anything on them. But it's not like they were going 100 miles an hour either, and it was just kind of – I would not be surprised if there's some um, – what I want to call heavy, it. Like, heavy like, police uh, presence by the border or, of Pennsylvania. Or, or, or even like – what is it? Like open source intel? What's that? Uh, is it just op? Uh, what's, what's the – like – I wouldn't be surprised if there are members of the state police watching Facebook pages or looking at people's social media Yes, that accounts, would be open source. You know, yes. Yeah heading down to PA to grab some ammo and they know your plate number. They know your car. Cause it's all registered. All that stuff is tied to you. I just, it wouldn't surprise me if they, if they really wanted to, I think they could. 
Um, I mean, I'm sure that they have plenty of people watching. I don't know. Do you know I'm Donna's sure. question? She's asking if she won the VHS tape. Yeah, Donna, I'm sorry. I don't know. If you got the message from Ty, then I would imagine that you were the winner from last week, Donna, because that would be how he would inform you, would be by a, a direct message. Um, so that is my assumption. We could send people messages on Spotify. Seems weird. No, I think she listened on Spotify and heard oh, the word okay. that Tyler said, and then she was able to call uh, to communicate it. Gotcha. I, well, wait. Can, oh, maybe she commented it on spot. You know what I'm that saying? Could be like, too. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't we'll know. Figure how, it out. Yeah, Tyler but, will figure it out. He's at camp this week. Yeah, did we mention that? I don't think so. I don't know if we we're supposed to or not, but I did. So yeah. okay. Tyler's involved with uh, Flurba Finger Lakes Regional Burn Association, and they do a really cool camp every year yeah. for kids and he's involved with that so super cool Did somebody asked earlier who yeah where he was at considering the toll booths are gone avoid interstates yeah there you go sweet um yeah i don't i don't like the new toll boothless toll things i, I try thinking, to avoid the throughway as much as i can anyways. i was thinking about that driving back from rpo today um so i was on the throughway and i was like thinking about like, okay, so I went through a toll booth back up the road a bit, and then I go through another toll booth up here, and obviously they know the exact distance down right. to like the foot. Right, right, and right. they know the times. So they know when I went through <laughs> over there, they know when I went through over here, so now they know exactly how fast I yep. was or wasn't yep. going. Yep. And how long is it before like you start getting a ticket in yeah. the mail for you going, had to have been going too fast? Yeah, like... There is no way you got between here and here. Yeah. Uh, so Todd says, Pat, the 450 is okay. 458 is okay. Uh-huh. I'm with the Red, uh, the Red Spring Rand. Thanks for hooking me up with the spring. T- Todd, you got to quit drinking and texting us. No, I'm <laughs> Dude, I'm so uh, glad to hear that that worked out. Yeah, if you guys uh, need any uh, – if you have any spring – uh questions about your ar pattern rifles if you guys go over to the springco website they actually have some really cool uh stuff on there that can help you figure out uh if they have a spring weight that might help your gun out if you're undergassed or overgassed or under buffered or over buffered or undersprung or oversprung any of that stuff um you know you can make some adjustments to your gas system without going to like something gross like an adjustable gas block yeah Yes. So thank you, Josiah. So if you join the Firearm Policy Coalition now, then you'll be covered by the injunction. Uh, so that's pretty awesome. That's the best 35 bucks you could spend, 30, 35, whatever it is. It's super cool. Oh, so John says they will write you a speeding ticket. They advertise it on Wham 1180. I Yeah, I knew so it was coming eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it You know, that's... That's bogus. I don't like it. I don't like it. I try to avoid that road because I already pay for all the roads. So I don't want to pay again. But my roads. (laughs) Who will build the roads? Who will build the roads? They're already here. They're already here. Luckily for us. (laughs) They have been built in. (laughs) Thanks, boomers. They've already been built in. (laughs) Oh, man. Also, there are roads that are way older than this country that are in much better repair than the roads that we have here in New York. I'm just saying, like... Not for nothing, but the roads that we're paying all this money for are not built all that well. It's because of all those big trucks like John driving around. 
Could be, or all the guys leaning on the shovels instead of actually building a row. I don't know. Either oh, or. Man. Uh, I just keep making myself laugh at this giant Nalgene over here. So we, we we are a huge, I am a huge fan of these. I think all the guys are. Because uh, they're a local company. That don't know. Yeah, Nalgene made in Rochester. And uh, uh, Josiah, are you mic'd up over there? Do you want to tell? No, you're not. Okay. Uh, they have a pretty cool story. They made like laboratory jars and things like for just for laboratory use. I need some weird solution made and whatever. Right. And so they made these for years going back to like the forties, I want to say, or fifties maybe. And then in like the sixties, people started taking them and they were just like, yeah, this is like a nice bottle and the lid stays on really nicely and it's light. So I'll use it as a water bottle. I'll just go hiking with it. I'll go camping with it up in the Adirondacks. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, now that turned into that's which that still exists. Uh, uh, Fisher, ther, well, Thermo Fisher, Thermo Fisher. They make also. I mean, they make. They're one of those places that make everything, right? They make all sorts of fancy stuff. But then they still make their bottles. They've broken that off into Nalgene, their own brand. Um, I think Nalge is one of the founders of the company. That's where that comes from. Mm. The guys from the guy's last name was like N A L G. I think now G, uh, whatever. Uh, but we've gotten some cool ones in. Like, I had never seen these before. These are glow-in-the-dark ones, which are super fun. And then they call this one the Silo. It's a liter and a half, 48-ounce uh, Nalgene. And then I was on our distributor's website, and they <laughs> these are like their lab-grade ones or whatever. Wow. But this is a half-gallon. And I was like, screw it. They had a full-gallon one, too. So oh, that's cool. And uh, – I don't know. This one, they didn't put anything in. I think one of them, they put uh, some stickers in. We, we throw our stickers into all these. Yeah. We got a pink one for uh, people that like pink. You know, if you so you buy a Nalgene bottle, you get a couple stickers. With yeah. It. Nice. It's kind of just a fun little, you know, and uh, I don't know. We're selling them probably for too cheap. We're selling them for 10 bucks. Uh, this one's 10.99. But I think if you go to like REI or like a regular camping store, I think a lot of the Nalgene's are more like 15 to 20 bucks. Dude, I think if you go to REI, you can overpay for whatever you want. <laughs> yes, that is that is 100% a fact. You can pay too much for whatever you want at REI. That is 100% a fact. And yet I will every time. Right. I will every time. Hi, Marianne. Uh, how do you join it? Yeah, John, go to that link. Go to that website. What's this here? Recently heard the electronic vehicles are contaminating our roads with rubber. Mike, maybe. Maybe. John, besides the fact that, yeah, the thruway keeps the Erie Canal alive. I think that's BS, too. Every year, the state takes all the money from the thruway. They just use it on the Erie Canal. Makes no sense to me. I mean, I'm a history lover, but, you know. When something has outlived its usefulness. Do we really need the state Lazy River still? Right. (laughs) If it doesn't fund itself, do we need it? I think a, like a bullet train. I don't know. It might be too windy. But I think if you, like, drain the canal and put, like, a high-speed rail through there, that would be useful. Like, if I could go to Brockport and get on a train and ride it, like, to New York City or whatever. I mean, I know I could go to Rochester and get the Amtrak, but Amtrak But not fast. They don't use their own tracks and everything. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it sucks. Um, No, that's an intriguing concept. Is that an M1 on the shelf? It is not. Well, yes, it's an M1A. So uh, not an M1 Garand. But it is an M1A. It's going for $18.99. And uh, it's the Scout Squad model. And I I don't know. That that um, 
the end cap is growing on me. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't love it at first, but it's it's growing on me. Uh, they should make the canal system a road, like 104. That'd be cool, or like the parkway. Uh, somebody asked RFK what we should do with the canal. Didn't <laughs> he crash his car into there and kill somebody? Isn't no, that what happened? Oh, what's that word? RFK. Oh, okay. No, RFK is just an environmentalist. I don't know any of them. I try to keep my head in the sand. Especially the county. Yeah, I don't know. No, thank you. I'm all set. No. Hey, uh, we got this cool guy holster here. Yeah, I'm sorry. Wrong set. We got this cool guy holster here. Um, what's this doing on the table? So, we started carrying black triangle equipment mm -hmm. of all different sorts. Yes. If you're not familiar with them, hop on their website. You'll see the kind of stuff that they make. Josiah will show you a link. And we have some of their VHS tapes here, which, first of all, I love. I think the packaging is awesome. It's excellent. They are not actually VHS. Do you know what VHS stands for? I wish I knew. That would have been funny. Videos. Home I service. Did, I got nothing. <laughs> um, these do not have VHSs in them, though, but... I don't know what to say. They have cool stuff in them. You should come down and check it out. It's a cool uh, everyday carry tool that, yeah, and there's a sticker in there. There's also so, a sticker. My favorite part of the website, you'll see what they make. Yeah. It's almost universally the sticker. I'm not even going <laughs> to lie to you. Like when I buy uh, a new piece of equipment, I am excited to see yes. the sticker that comes yes. with it. They do a good job. They make very good tools uh holsters are one of them and letter and, openers and letter openers yes that's a great way to put it and i think their holsters are pretty nice i i don't have as much experience as pat does but just from a ten thousand foot view i mean you can tell that it's well made you can tell they really take their time and every one of these is just properly made well, I, say. I don't know how much I'm, how much I'm allowed to do as far as like taking my holster out for ah. YouTube live yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to be in violation of any rules here, but um, should I get a little closer to the camera, Joe? Yeah, yeah. why don't you? Uh, I'll take both of them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, that sucks. Hold on, man. So Josiah is going to help me out with the camera here, but basically what we're going to look at is the fitment of each of these holsters because um, we'll talk about it when we can get a little bit better view. Okay, bear with us while we just adjust our camera. We're dealing with a single camera tonight. Okay, <laughs> so if you guys take a look. I'll bring it up a little higher. There we go. Ah, right, I'm right in the shadow. I'm trying to match your lighting situation here. Okay, so you can just kind of make out this, the gap. If you look at the holster that's on my left, your right. That is a holster that is made uh, by M3 Tactical Kydex. They make a fine holster. There's nothing wrong with it. But uh, if I can get 
just a little bit more light on here. Give me one second. Hold the flashlight, Dad. Yeah, you can hold the flashlight. Okay. So if you look at the rubber washers here in the M3 Tactical Kydex, those guys are pretty thick. There's a big gap between each side of this Kydex, and it is a single uh, layer of Kydex. It is what we call a taco style of holster. So you just fold that bad boy over on itself, and then they, um, you know, do the thermal or the molding to the holster or to the, excuse me, the gun and the light. And then they have these little spacers there that help you to adjust retention. But those spacers are very thick. And if you look at uh, this holster, you'll notice there's much less of a gap between the two sides of that kydex. Okay, thanks, guys. Yeah. So basically, the fitment is much uh, tighter where the holsters are actually retaining. So on this holster, the black triangle holster, it's retaining here on the uh, – Somebody pull out a dang EDC flashlight. <laughs> yeah, you got it, buddy. Uh, so if you look at the black triangle holster, you're going to see that it's got a much tighter grip on the trigger guard versus the grip that I'm able to get yeah. on the flashlight of right. this holster, right? So it just owes to the design elements of the holster and the way that they were kind of put together. They're, uh, I'm wearing a black triangle group holster now that, retains on the light just like the one that i was wearing but the the spacers are still much thinner right and so the right. kydex is actually much more fitted onto the light body itself which is what's giving it the the better retention and it's also a thicker material and they do come standard with the discrete carry concepts mm -hmm. clips and um i do also enjoy their uh wedge here it's nice it's a nice yeah. uh, wedge. So nice overall, stepped. yes, overall, I think their holsters are very good. Uh, they start at about 65 bucks yep. Yep. and they go up to about 85 bucks for a light bearing mm -hmm. uh, holster for your mm -hmm. Glock 17, 19, what mm -hmm. have you. So. Yeah, we've got some options over there. Holsters can be so tough. I mean, you could have a hundred or 200 different holsters in your store and still not have the right, the one, right one that everyone somebody. needs. Cause yeah, every yeah, gun yeah. is not every gun is different, but they kind of are. When you get to a Kydex holster, it's very model specific, light specific, that all matters. So, well, there's also so many holsters on the market now that it's mm -hmm. really hard to hit all of the different like marketing gimmicks that are out oh, there. Sure. Because like, if you go to a tier one concealed holster, they have like a design that incorporates kind of like a wedge into the back of it that really kind of cants the gun in a different way mm -hmm. that makes it a little bit easier for as far as concealment than some mm -hmm. of the others. Mm -hmm. This one incorporates a wedge to kind of accomplish the same thing there. Yep. Right. Um, but if you have only heard of like, oh, I need the the holster that's got the wedge in it or I need a holster that comes with this specific feature like you you might not find it from you know every manufacturer that's out there but what you're going to find from the black triangle group guys is a really high quality holster that's open on the bottom so this will accept either a 19 or a 17 uh, as far as your Glock is concerned so they have a lot of different features that I like in my holster one of which is options right i can buy a holster that's meant for say a p365 proper but i can carry my p365 xl because the slide will just protrude right or glock same deal so options guys yeah i love it
and just seeing some of their stuff is like sold out. Some of it's hard to get. Some of it has like four to six week lead times. They're a pretty in demand uh, company, both for their uh, letter openers and for their holsters. So yeah, they're making quality uh, definitely stuff, stuff that we have in stock here, depending on what it is. Uh, we can help you out in getting. So uh, I have got a ton of army surplus stuff. This thing is cool. These are for the breacher, right? Like mm-hmm. you can put your your master key in here, or like your Halligan tool, right? Yep. Uh, your irons, as they call it, right? It's got or like a sledgehammer. You can put that the in cool here. Collapsing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we've got a bunch of these. It's just a cool little Molly panel with backpack straps, and I mean, it's like a scabbard. You could put, you know. Stuff in there could also just um, throw a hydration bladder in there, like if oh, all you 100%. had is like a bladder yeah, yeah, yeah. or something That'd like be that, or for it. Uh, any number of different ten, 10 bucks. We've got these for 10 bucks here. I have got a ton of surplus starting at five dollars. And in fact, if you come to some of the events and you come and find us at those events, we might even have coupons for free army surplus stuff. Can't, can't be free. I mean, that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, I've got Knee pads and elbow pads. These elbow pads are only six bucks. The knee pads are twelve bucks, and that's like, I mean, that's a solid knee pad. Like, if you if you need like for gardening or if your kid's a skateboarder, I can or I can know. tell you from personal experience that I recently regretted not bringing a set of knee pads to uh, Ridgeline. Sure. So at the Tattoo Ames, you yeah, had yeah. the option of like, and they even said. When you go to sign up for an event, they're like, hey, uh, optional equipment, knee pads, right? And there were guys that were wearing, like, the cry precision pants with, like, the removable knee pads. Yeah, there yeah. were guys that opted to bring these. And then there were guys like me that were just raw dog in life. <laughs> and I tell you what. Is there a course with, like, some gravel or something to take a knee on? Or, like, what? Uh... The whole range up there is uh, all pea grab. Like, yeah, yeah, every yeah. one yeah. of the range decks is nothing but pea grab. Oof. So yeah. any positional shooting stuff, or when we were upstairs, we had we went like up in this little Connex building, yeah, yeah, and we had some like positional work to do from uh, different ports, uh-huh. and so depending on what position you opted to go, like I was limited in what position I could go, sure, because I couldn't take a knee as well as somebody, right? Yeah, so yeah. there were you know just different elements like that where something like this would have come in very, hand- and I had the option to bring them. And at a certain point in time, I really did regret not sure. having them. Yeah. Uh, I am getting a new Army Surplus stuff, maybe not every week, but often. Uh, I'm going down to PA next week to pick up some stuff. Sweet. So if you haven't been down in a little bit, come on down and check that out. We are going to have – this is a, the biggest trip that I've taken. Actually, I was joking with the guys earlier. I don't know if my truck and trailer will have enough room to fit everything. Nice. I, like, I bought a bunch of stuff last week or – two weeks ago and I was supposed to go last week or sorry, I was supposed to go this Tuesday. Yes. But I was like, ah, I want to wait until there's more stuff. So then I bought more stuff. Sure. And I bought, I think too much stuff. So happens. We got to see, we got to see, uh, I got a 20 foot trailer and a truck and I'm thinking I'm going to be coming back with like the inside of my truck stuffed to the gills yeah. and like the bed of the truck and the whole trailer. So it be um, like that sometimes. It do, do be like that. So, uh, but yeah, we got some cool stuff coming, and oh yeah, 
There's a Smith and Wesson promotion. Oh yeah, sorry, I, I moved that. So no, you you're okay. See other stuff. So there's a there's actually a few different magazine promotions going right now. Smith and Wesson has one. So pretty much any of their main, like this, the MP Shield, the Shield Plus, or the EZ, or the Equalizer, or the CSX, or the Bodyguard. If you buy any of those now until the end of the month, you'll get three magazines for free. Three now, extra magazines. I was going to say, so that bring in your grand total to five then? Because yes. you usually get yeah, a mag yeah. and a spare. And then Agent K for the VP9 series, right? And, P2000. and the P2000, who I don't know who buys those, but uh, <laughs> you should because you'll get four free ma- Someone commented too. They're like, wow. Four magazines, that's like $800 from H&K. That's so much, yeah. Their magazines are not cheap, man. Oh, good stuff. And I I have to humble brag a little bit. I don't know of many other stores that can say they've had three Barretts in the building at the same time. We can, though, because uh, there's my, the stores, the famous one. And then we had one that we ordered that immediately sold. And then we had another one that came in as a special order. And it was just gone. I mean, it was a special order. So it went, we can still get them. Maybe. Uh, if you have a comfortable dog house that you don't mind sleeping in, right. they are 8,900 uh, Arizona cans. And we actually, I don't know if you saw the comments. Someone asked, like, if I pull up there with a truckload of Arizonas, like what door do I pull up to? Ah! <laughs> and it was like, I mean, we've gone so long. I think we have to. I think, I, th- to, I think you have to honor that. And someone point, someone like. posted the math. I don't know if I can pull it up quick enough here. Someone someone did the math in the post and uh, and broke it down. Let's see here. Um, for those wondering, 24 cans per case, 54 can. I think you meant 54 cases per pallet. It'd be six and a half pallets of Arizona. <laughs> Oh, man, if you roll through six and a half pallets of Arizona, at least have the courtesy to bring like a variety of Please different stuff because we're gonna have to sell that. Yeah. <laughs> Please call us first. I'm just, <laughs> Please don't do that. Yeah, that would be terrible. Oh man. What else? We have anything else? It's getting um, a little late. Yeah. Uh commentary seems to be dwindling down. I don't have anything else. I don't think they have anything else. Oh, I do have one more thing. Uh Mike. Thank you for uh, saying right after I, I I read the comment right after I pulled out my flashlight that somebody should pull out a flashlight. And thank you for saying that, because, yes, ideally, everybody that's here with us tonight would have an EDC flashlight when they roll out of the house. I know Josiah's got one. I know I got one. Um, Brandon usually has one. He's got his phone. Right. Which works. That's serviceable, too. Uh, oh, Josiah's got two because, yep, two is one and one is none kind of deal. I I will admit I, I'm bad with the, uh, you know, there's the gun owner that like, well, I'm going into Batavia. I don't need my gun, but, oh, I'm going into Rochester. Ugh, I, better have my gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am that way with a flashlight. Like when I leave the house. If it's daytime. If it's daytime, I'm like, oh, need it. Duh. But like if I, if I left the house now, I would take my flashlight with me. Like, oh, I'm going to need it. Even though, like, it's daylight now and we're in a dark room. So, like, I still needed a flashlight. Like, we, Dad, Dad still yelled at It me. happens to me all the time where yeah. I'm, like, in artificial lighting conditions where I need light in a spot yeah. where there isn't any light, yeah. right? So, uh, and we don't always think about that kind of stuff. And Ooh, we do live in a, He carries a black light with him. I don't want to know why, but. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, money's gross. Yeah. And you got to check it and make sure it's authentic. Uh, 
even though none of it's authentic. <laughs> <laughs> it's not made out of gold. <laughs> yeah. Talk about that another stream. <laughs> the, the, the conspiracy stream was last week. Yeah, that's true. All right, guys. All right, uh, cool. Thanks for watching. Bye. Have a great night. Another